welcome to everyone. It's episode 460 of Aussie Tech Heads, and this week is the 22nd of October. And I'll tell you, the cricket must be starting soon, eh? When's that? The 5th of November. I think it's an early, early start in November for the cricket why, this year. Why is that? I don't know. I, I, I like early starts, though. It's good. I think they just want more money. Yes, yes. Well, just, just hold on there. We can talk about that in a minute, but we must thank athwebhosting.com.au who, uh, who provide all our bandwidth for the show when we when you download it through iTunes or download it maybe not through YouTube but we have to upload it to YouTube whatever we do uh, ATH Web Hosting sorts it all out looks at all, looks after it all so if you're looking for an Aussie uh, web space on Aussie servers jump into athwebhosting.com.au now let's introduce who we've got here tonight no Warlock again this week he will be needing a note for sure when he comes back but this week we've got Eric how you doing Eric hello gentlemen what's going on with you uh, a lot and not much good good excellent <laughs> that makes sense you started your Renos. Uh the wall comes down next week how do you know about my Renos? Uh well, I've got a camera Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> so, you weren't um, supposed to tell him about that. We're making money from that. Yeah. And, and that one is Will. How you doing, Will? Hey, mate. What have you been up to? Uh, well, I've been busy, actually. This has probably been my last podcast for a few weeks because uh, our kids do next week. So. Oh, really? Wow. Well, no excuse. That's right. No excuse. No. <laughs> it depends well, how good, it goes. good luck with that, Will. No, seriously, you don't. Don't be compelled to come on, seriously. Well, I'll be, my son's going to be in hospital for probably at least two to four weeks, and the baby's going to be in for at least two, but... Why, why so long? Why, yeah, four weeks. Uh, preterm. It's oh, an early surgery, right. so it's yeah, all, yeah. all under control. How, how early? How early? Um, 35 weeks. Mm. So, oh, she right. might be a bit longer, mate. The baby will be in, Sonia might get out earlier, but the baby, they'll tend to put in until the full 42 weeks. Mm. Uh, they reckon they'll see how it goes. They reckon he'll only be in a couple of weeks. Yeah, why do they think it's going to come early? He's already eight pound. Oh dear, oh dear! <laughs> Get that sucker out! <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Help! Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But uh, yeah, so I'll be pretty much home overnight. Yes. So we'll see how things go. If I'm not completely exhausted, I'll be on. But yeah. Um, All right. No it's worries. potentially my last podcast for a few weeks. So uh, play it by ear, Will. You might you might be you. looking for a break. Well, yeah. <laughs> and when you come home, you may want to sleep, my friend. Yeah, and yes, we'll give it give you a good excuse to get away anyway. All right. Don't sleep. Yeah. Hey, how's your sleep going? Uh well, it goes away regularly. Right. Cool. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, where are we up to? Look. What was I talking about? Oh, look, last week you might have, we had a story about the, what was it, the Big Apple Buddy or something. You buy your, your stuff over in the US and uh, they'll, they'll send it to you so you can have a US address. Look, we had an email this week from Rennie who said, have a look also at priceusa.com.au for shopping in the USA. So check that one out as well. All right. Uh, yes, so no Warlock. So we're going to get straight into a story. Let's have a look at... Oh, look, a malware Apple story. Now, look, a couple of years ago, you wouldn't find those two words in the same sentence. But now, you do. That's because they're more popular. Exactly. That's right. That's what's going on. A 10-week-long study of 1,400 unique OSX malware samples found that the number of instances in 2015 alone is five times greater than the previous five years combined. Oh, Jobsy, turning, turning over. The researchers credited this to Apple's growth in success. Researchers observed most of the malware leveraging one of seven distinct persistence technologies in order to remain active on a system including launch agents, launch demons, cron job, login items, browser plugins, startup items, and binary infection. I've got no idea about any of that. But Not the person having their binary infected. No. If, uh, you if anyone wants to that. ring in and explain that to us, don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you can get tablets or is it, it might be a cream. So, um, after... I know, you've got to use a tablet. Is that better? <laughs> you, you pop them somewhere special? That's it. <laughs> All right. Now, uh, look, you might know, if you're on a PC, you might know a good program to get rid of malware is Malware Bytes. Now, I think it's, what, 39 bucks a year you can put on the three machines. 
You can actually now get this on the Apple as well. And although I, was, I serviced an Apple through the week, heaven forbid, but I did. Um, oh, good God. Oh, I know. It was only after I, I had fixed the PC. They go, oh, I've got this Apple machine. Uh, can't open Safari. Keeps on doing what crap. What year was it? 1997? What was that? When I serviced The this? Apple. No, no, it was a good one. It was a late one. Uh, apparently her son had, he had, he was playing a game and had a, some fit of rage and he, he punched the screen, but he didn't break the glass. He broke the membrane under it and it still looked like a, a like a splat. Well, yeah. I think that the son should good, needs a good clip over the ear to make him splat. What an idiot. Well, yeah, so now that they've got, the, well, it's a laptop, so now they're using it on an external monitor. So, you know, good luck to them. But anyway, uh, the, the, the whole point of the story was that yes, I downloaded Malware Bytes for Mac, and it, it's free. There's no, there's no way you can pay for it. There's no thing there, so it must be some sort of beta version. But it, it worked. I, I ran it. It worked in like about three seconds. There must be one spot where malware sits on a Mac, but it, yeah, it works. So check that one out. Where I will do, you, I'll do it right. Mm, where do you download? Okay, you can download that from malwarebytes.com. How's that for a live answer to a question? There you um, go. Oh no, we've got. They want the child get his own computer and don't tell him, and don't let him touch yours. Yes, I would agree with that too. Well, yeah. Actually, let the child buy his own computer after mm. breaking that one. That's right. <laughs> but anyway, it was all good. It was all good. So there you go. Uh, look, I had another. Did I have another malware story? I might not have. But anyway, let's uh, let's see what Will's found interesting this week. What did you find interesting, Will? William. Uh, we know it's uh, Back to the Future Week and all that. Oh, yes, of course. Yes. And it's, was it yesterday was the day that they came to the future? Yes. And, things. and I think the <laughs> USA Today paper put a cover on. Uh, of Because um, when Marty and the doc went to the future, they looked at the paper and it had whatever was written on it. And I think the USA Today did a front page wraparound of that particular story. The look. Yep. Mm. And don't forget, too, that also they predicted Princess Diana's death as well. Oh, they did not. What? They did. Did you read the actual, did you read that paper clipping back? No. Coming up? No. I can't find it while I'm talking, but uh, mm. yeah, they said in there uh, that she was killed by paparazzi. Yeah, right. Well, that would have been just a co- very coincidental. But uh, they do. I don't, I don't believe in coincidences. Don't you? No. Why not? Because they don't exist. That's a coincidence. I think they do. So if, coincidentally, <laughs> I disagree with you. <laughs> so if I have a look here quickly, I'll see if this is a high res. Some of those aren't high res enough for this to work. Let's just have a quick look here and see. Uh, wow. It, never go to an American website when you're trying to wait for a picture to load. I'll tell you that. Um, here we go. We're getting there. Yeah, it's um. Here we go. Okay, so let me just flick over to this one, and you can see here, uh, Queen Diana will, and in there, it, it's uh, it's hard to see on this one here actually, but it talks about Queen Diana's death. Yeah, right. right. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, anyway, uh, so that's... But, um yeah. So the, there's been a lot of talk over the last uh. Over the last, um, <clears throat> what, day, I get well, 48 hours, I suppose, if you started the whole thing in Australia and followed it through right through the American <laughs> sort of timeline. And I think that I saw that, is it Nike have given Michael J. Fox a pair of self-do-up, lace-up shoes? Yeah, that's, that's what I was, yeah, there's a couple of things that have been pretty cool. Um, one was where they got together, they got Doc and Marty back together um, and talked about um, the current, like what they got right and what they got wrong. Mm. Um, and then I've seen uh, there's been comparisons between Doc and being a Time Lord and all this sort of stuff, which does fit in with the story. That's hilarious, that one. <laughs> yes, that did fit in with the story. But um, <clears throat> all right, so what, are you looking something up, Will, or are we moving on? Yeah, I was actually uh, I was trying to find something, but when you switched over to me, but I'll quickly try and find this clip and then I'll come back to it. Yeah, all right. Uh, what have you found, Eric, this week that tickled your fancy? Well, I found a few things this week, not necessarily tickled anything, but <laughs> I did uh, find a story. Where are you? Stole my story a little bit. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, Tesla, Telstra, but you can talk about that one. Tesla Powerwall, home battery, yes. coming to Australia within months. Oh. End, of the, end of the year, apparently. But my question is, I was reading up about this, and the what they were talking about here is that it charges, the battery gets charged from a solar panel, and then it's used during peak periods, yep. so you don't use electricity. Okay, that's fine. I thought that you could use this also to charge the battery from normal electricity at off-peak periods and to use at peak periods. You might be able to. You can. That would that would appeal to me because I don't like solar panels. I think they're gay. Right. In a happy well, sense. The, the concept is that you have you produce extra power during the day when you're not at home. So you charge up the battery bank and then overnight when you're using it during peak times like cooking and, and showering with the hot water system and stuff like that, it releases the energy that you stored up during the day. Well, if, if that works that way, if it charges, for example, while I'm asleep, if it's charging, perfect. Well, no, it charges during the day while you're on solar. There's no point using power from the grid to charge power to put back into the grid. No, 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 but if it's charging when it's off-peak, off-peak power, which is late at night, it's still cheaper than during the day. Yeah, but how much do you use during the day? Quite a bit. Well, they Especially uh, on the weekends. I read that the yeah, the, the yeah. Tesla is uh, is going to be basing itself in Australia. Because no, there's no there's, way. Yeah. It, what, the, the, their head office? Well, they've already got one down in Sydney. Um, it's not a head office. Basing themselves here, they're but what they're doing is they're having a big. Uh, leapfrog here, they've got a massive big production in the States for the batteries and cars but um, Australia's going to be the first country to receive this power wall um, and where it's going to be roughly um, a, a 7k, a 7 kilowatt unit will be about, uh, sorry, a 10 kilowatt unit will be about $6,000 now there is another company who um, off the top, Elite uh, Electro, I think, off the top of my head who is a, an Australian company uh, who is releasing something similar? The problem is there's is a six thousand or six kilowatt system, and there's just going to be ten thousand dollars. Yeah, well, so, I know which one I'll be buying then. Um, but it's a huge step if we actually get this. Then for Australia, it's going to be massive to get this sort of thing because there are currently a lot of people who have two or three kilowatt systems and really aren't noticing any change in their bill, and that's because when they're at home during the day, they're not using the power that they're creating. They're mm. only using the power overnight when they're not producing power. So if you have this set up correctly, you'll be releasing that power overnight when you're home. Um, and you can also use these in an off-grid situation as well. So they'll, they'll be quite popular. I can see we're actually um, going to be looking at being a distributor for them. Yeah, right. Well, that'd be, that'd be pretty cool. Well, yeah, so when you say basing themselves, Glenn, I thought you were talking about you know, moving their head off. There's no way they're going to move from Ireland and doing and getting rid of the double debt sandwich to come to this country and pay thirty cents on the dollar. No, that will say. Well, shall I, shall I recount that and say they, they're making a big investment or a big um, presence, having yeah, a big lo- push. That's all right. Yes, a big okay. presence in Australia. Uh, well, they've just, they've just the made the largest. To go to Ireland. The well, they're in they're in the um, California at the moment. They've just made the largest battery production facility in the world. So, mm. uh, yeah, I'm going through the solar panel minefield now. Um, I've pretty much narrowed it down. I've got uh, what you, I'm going to a five kilowatt inverter, string inverter, or whatever they call it, and it's going to have about 24 panels. Going to give me about six kilowatts output. 24 and, panels. Yeah. You have to kick. You have to kick out the next door neighbours and use their roof. If if I have to, now yeah. So look, it's it's uh, you know like it, it should take a fair chunk of uh, of of say it should take a fair chunk in the my only, savings. Before you notice any savings in solar, you need to generate four times more than you use. So if you're using two, you need to be generating eight. Yes, well I don't know how many I'm using, but the, it comes with a little app as well these days. You can see what you're generating and what you're mm. using. So if you're if the gap's too wide, you're generating more than what you're using. You're gonna turn something on. No, the, well, the theory with this power wall is that you would then store that energy. That's right. Yeah. The moment with the way the we've been screwed out of the rebates is it's not feasible. You've either got to be producing basically more than you're making, um, 
more than you're using. Like four times the amount. You've got to be producing like four or five times more so that it makes it feasible to, overnight when you are using power, you have put enough back into the grid that you're offsetting what you've used. If you're only putting in half as much during the day when you're not at home anyway and using any power, well, you're not really making any benefit from it, are you? No. Well, the the thing is, like pools and stuff, you know, you run your pool th- through the day and even with hot water, you're going to run your hot water through the day. And That's all this, right. And all this sort of stuff. But anyway, yeah, because what, what sort of was, it, yeah, as you said, it was a bit of a bit rude because uh, the last time I had the solar panels, I was getting a 40 cent per kilowatt hour feedback or tariff, feedback tariff, whatever you call it. Uh, but now it's six cents. Now, surely, you know, what's six cents? Who do you thought, like, that, that's probably cheaper that they can make the coal electricity for. So, um, yeah. I mean, and no. that's the stupid part about it, but that's that's why I think these hybrid systems are going to be the thing in the future because the government screwed it, the system to the point where it doesn't work anymore. So mm. off-grid is becoming a like, lot. We, we are doing a lot of off-grid systems. Like, even in the middle of the city, we're doing off-grid systems now. So what, what does off-grid mean? That they don't put back into the grid? There's no mains power. You're completely off the mains. And ha- but how many panels is that? That'd be, that'd be a massive setup. Not what? really. How many? You're, you're going to have 12 now. 24. 24. Well, there you go. Most yeah. off-grid systems can be run on 12. Yeah, but what does that run? Like a one-bedroom apartment or something? Oh, Three-bedroom house with the family. and the only, the only thing you won't run off that is aircon. Yeah, right. Well, um, I'll be looking for some aircon as well. I'm going to be using every last last watt that I produce. That's but the, plan. the thing is, by doing that, you're not going to be saving money. It's going to be cost your bills not going to change. Well, well, yes, it will because I'll be using what I make. But you won't because you're still using the vast majority of power of a night. Uh, through the day, I'm going to use what I make through the day. Yeah, but you're still using a heap of power of a night. Yes, that's right. But say. So, but you're so, not, you're not, because he's not using any during the day, he'll only get billed for his evening ones. Yes. It's still cheaper than using it for 24 hours. Well, that's right. It's still going to be cheaper. I'll still It'll, save. Yeah, you'll be surprised. Though. It won't be that much cheaper because everything you do overnight is on off-peak. So mm. um, We're going to candles. Might, yeah. That's what we're doing. And have, next have, week's podcast will be through a tin can and some string. That's have, right. Have, what? We're using Skype again. Have the, have the computer hooked up to a treadmill or something. Tell you what, your son's going to be fit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm getting some trees lopped down tomorrow. Oh, uh, no, not trees. What are you knocking trees down for? It keeps your house cool. No. You lose less electricity. You don't chop trees down. I'm chopping. I'm chopping. It's it for the solar, see? <laughs> yeah, I've got to chop them down. So I'm getting the sun on the roof. No, they're um, pushing me you fence over. You can cool the house with the power you're using during the day. <laughs> no, no, no. Look, we're off track. We're off track. But they, but yeah, they're... move on. Next story. This whole electricity... Greeny, you know, hairy-legged, blah blah, <laughs> giving me the irrits. Move oh. on. Surface uh, book. I found this. I oh, found yes. this clip that I uh, was talking about. I quickly. It only goes for forty-five seconds, so I'll quickly play this. It's uh, I've just it's just for me. It was very nostalgic just to see these two back together again. We've got three D movies. Yeah, we had we had uh, fingerprint technology. Oh. Uh, Self-time sneakers. I'm waiting for those. <laughs> Dog walking robots. We haven't gotten there yet. Can you believe we have fax machines to still be around? Yeah, I got a fax machine. <laughs> Who do you fax? I fax the people I fax. One guy in Ohio has a fax machine. You fax him? Well, uh, I'll fax you. I'll, 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 <laughs> I'll fax you. I'll get back to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. That's good. All right, now. Yeah. Michael J. Fox is starting the Parkinson's is starting to get the best of him after having it. He's got it. the shakes. Yeah. He's mm. had it for 20 years. He's, he's in The Good Wife, and he's apparently he just takes a lot of, a lot of tablets and stuff. But anyway. Uh, he's the, he's the, actually got his own show at the moment. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Put all that aside, and let's have a think about the Surface Book. The Surface Pro 4 is to launch. Oh, did they have a launch? Have you got a launch picture? Because I think you did, and there's no one there. No, that's just a little mock up picture. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> there's nobody there. Well, it has the, the store hasn't opened yet. Let me finish the story. Look, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll put, Looks like an Apple store. Well, that's what they aim for, isn't it? Everyone's aiming for that. Anyway, uh, Microsoft's newly announced Surface Book and Surface Pro 4 will go on sale at the opening in Sydney on the 12th of November. Located in the Westfield, Sydney, in Pitt Street Mall, the new location is the first Microsoft store outside of North America. 
The shop will be one of the two largest stores in the world. The other in New York City will open on October 26th. So uh, there you go. So now these Microsoft stores will have a technical help desk. Who knows what they're going to be called? Well, uh, well, it'll be something along Genius Bar, like Smarty Pants Bar. Hmm. It um, can't be any worse than the Texperts. Arrogance Bar. Yeah. Hipster Bar. Blue Screen that's, Bar. That's... <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, well, yeah, so they're going to have the ten- regardless of device or where it was purchased. So that's uh, going on the Apple site, the Apple path. The combined staff at the Sydney store will speak more than 21 languages. The store is fitted with immersive video walls and a community theatre where customers can learn how to use Microsoft products. As part of the opening, Microsoft is also donating $2 million US dollars to several non-profit community groups. So in the, I'm non-profit. Yeah, I don't make a profit. I'm not yeah, but the way my kids and wife spend money, I'm <laughs> definitely non-profit. That's right. I'm in the, I'm in the, in the making the debt. Now, Microsoft looks to be... Yeah, it's, it looks like they're trying to become the Apple like Samsung has before them and whatever. <laughs> but this is a bit poor, this part here. It's been inviting customers to line up as early uh, as 10 p.m. Why would you Why would you admit to that? Yeah. Wouldn't you keep that on the, on the down low? Yes. Uh, I don't know whether you'd be wanting to, that, to invite them. That's the difference, I suppose. Apple doesn't invite. Microsoft must feel they have to invite. The grand opening ceremony will be kicking off at 11.30 a.m. on Thursday, the 12th of November. So if you're in Sydney... I guarantee you that the most of the people there will be staff members, but not tell anyone they're staff members. It'll be rent a crowd. Yeah, oh, well, who knows? No, no, it'll, it'll have a good turnout. It'll go no, all right. right. Yes, it will. No, no, <laughs> it will. It's a Microsoft... It's a, it's, yeah, it define will. the level of a good turnout. Are we talking Apple-level turnout? Or are we talking like... Samsung um, Lego turnout, B grade movie at two o'clock in the morning sort of turnout. Like, what what's our level here? Well, well, it <laughs> did find good turnout. It did say they're going to offer technical help desk and repairs, regardless of device or where it was purchased. So yeah, there's going to be a good turnout. <laughs> I'm walk, walking with my Toshiba from 2005. Hey, arrogance breath, fix that. <laughs> no, it'll be got to be a Microsoft product, doesn't it? Can't be a Toshiba. Well, you said regardless of brand or device. No, I said regardless of device or where it was purchased. Okay, bring in a Zune. <laughs> yes. What were those uh, phones they had that the flip, they flipped up to have that? That was like an N-Gage, like a Microsoft version of an N-Gage. Oh, I know what you mean. can't think of the name, but it was rubbish. Yeah, one of those. Bring one of those in. This doesn't work anymore. I can't hey, get mate, fix that. <laughs> hey, hipster. I've, I've got a problem with uh, Windows 2.0. Can you, there you go. Can you help me, please? Yeah, I probably the, can't read anymore. Flick up, <laughs> flick up the DOS screen. Hey, buddy, have a go. Yeah, I auto accept then three configuring. Oh, right. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> oh yes, I, I need <laughs> you have what no, you no, have. Will my config sis? Yeah. Oh, yes. Well, yes. Bat and config.sys, the two best files ever made. That's right. All you right. Run, run, uh, was it? Run, um, command. Uh, what was it? To, uh, run DLL. Sucky, um, press any key. Run, run DLL something. something. No, yeah, auto, auto run on boot and go uh, format slash MBR. Mm. Nice. Oh, master boot record! You'd ought to do that. <laughs> yeah. It was great. You do it on the um, on the on the computers at school, and it was untraceable because through lunch you're using it, playing games and everything. You quickly duck into the auto accept bat format dash slash mbr exit save. Keep using the computer; it's all good. Go home that night, turn it off. Yeah, they when they reboot the morning. <laughs> <laughs> hipster, fix this, hipster. Yes, get out. You'll dig down deep. I'll have to get the floppies out. Have, have you got have you got a monochrome monitor we can plug into this? Yeah, a four by four green green screen monitor. I actually had a really weird monochrome monitor. I think I've still got it somewhere. It actually was four different colours. You could press the button and it would go from green to orange to grey. Yeah, I had one of those. Yep, yeah, I had one of those. It was wow. four yeah. Co- monochrome. Yeah, fourteen inch. Yeah, big heavy bastard. It was hideous. Yeah, big heavy mailer. What about the size? A good, good doorstop, you know. Good doorstop in a cyclone, that thing. <laughs> what about the size of the hard drives in those IBM XT computers? The MF. MF. Oh, like, I don't know, they were heavy as. 
you can hardly lift those little IBM those IBM machines up. Yeah, well, the the five meg hard drive weighed twenty seven ton. Well, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Rubbish. It's all rubbish. Good luck, Microsoft. By the way. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. I wonder if they are, they are going to put a, a year limit on these things. But it'd be funny if someone did bring a Zune in. That's the that's the call. Oh, bring it a Zune. That's hey, funny. Hey, hey, hipster! I can't <laughs> squirt any longer. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Wasn't that the best best thing ever? Oh, what an idiotic bloody phrase! Now, uh, Kogan re-enters the telco space. They've uh, remember that a couple of years ago, they got shut down. Well, they signed up with. Uh, who was it? Uh, someone ISP one or something who went broke or something who were in bed with Telstra. But anyway, uh, Kogan they they lost their deal with all that. They they've been out in the wilderness for a couple of since two thousand thirteen apparently, and uh, now they're signed back up again with Vodafone. So hopefully Vodafone will be next to the go broke then. I don't know. Well, uh, didn't uh, TPG just go with Vodafone? Oh, they did. You're right. They did yeah. stop us. Very good. Yeah. So Vodafone might be on the comeback. On the rise. But again, it's a balancing act, isn't it? Because at the moment, you get good coverage of Vodafone because no one's on it. But now they're signing up TPG and they've got a lot of customers. Mm. And, and now Kogan. And suddenly we might be back to 2011 where you can't get on. Well, yeah. Well, look, I know of at least one person that um, didn't stay with TPG because of that deal. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah, I yep. thought it was a bit strange, but anyway, they said no. We but look, it's a balancing act. They've got to make sure they keep on top of it and make sure that they roll out enough towers to keep up with the pace of the growth, which is what they didn't do last time. <laughs> they took advantage of the fact that people were signing up but didn't actually, um, you know, it was like inviting was- three people over for dinner and only having enough food for three people, but then 20 people show up, but, you, but I'm not cooking anymore. Yeah, that's right. You've got to share it around. You've got to share it around and so now everyone gets a pee. It's kind of worse than that for Vodafone because when Vodafone bought three, they had the three towers and they had the Vodafone towers. That's and then right. When they merged, they shut down the three towers. Three towers, exactly. They actually, had the infrastructure in place. Yeah, and I they think they spent. sold. They didn't shut them down. They sold them off oh, to Telstra, them. Yeah. and then rented them back off Telstra at a much higher rate than what they sold them for. Oh, good work, uh, Alan Bond. Yeah, all right. <laughs> good stuff. Now, uh, look, I've got a little graphic here for those that, who are on the video. Uh, it's only just the price, pricing and plan graphic. But anyway... Oh, good, pri- good prices, no doubt about it. Are they 4G? No, they're they 3G. The that's, that's crap. That's why it's crap. So they began offering unlimited national calls, text, and 3 gigabyte of data for twenty nine ninety for 30 days. But is it 3... It's, three, it's is it 3G. 3G, yes. Oh, does not, oh, that's rubbish. Yeah. Kogan is offering 30, 90, and 365-day prepaid plans. Uh, costing two ninety nine ninety for a year. Uh, there's also a Kogan Mobile 5XL option with unlimited standard national calls and text and 5 gig of data within Australia for thirty six ninety for 30 days or $369.90 per year. Look, that's a rubbish deal because on 3G, you're never going to go through that much data because you just get fed up. You think, oh, bugger, it's too slow. Oh, 3G's not too bad. It's, nah, that's, that's all rubbish, right. Mate. Yeah. Love, you get four 4GX, which, which is what you're getting now on your Telstra iPhone 6S, mm. right? You'd be hooking into Telstra's 4GX, which is lightning fast. The uh, You can also earn frequent flyer points for every dollar spent with the Kogan Mobile. And Kogan Mobile does not offer 4G, unlike other rivals, such as Amazim. Amazim recently launched 2490 Unlimited Plan, offering 4G via Optus. Giga data a month. Well, that's going to be chewed up in two seconds. Yep. So anyway, that, that's those. And just as a, a side note, Coles is selling $10 for 10 days. That's crap. That's rubbish. Prepaid plan offering unlimited national calls and text. Uh, 400 meg on Optus 4G Plus network. Coles is also... And 12 cents per megabyte of data, you'd go for 120 bucks. No problem. Hmm. Yeah, and Woolworths is reselling Telstra three G thirty bucks. So look, everyone looks like everyone's trying to get out there into the space. We should get on. We should jump on on this Aussie Tech Heads four G. We've actually it. just switched to Amisim at work for one of our for some of our just our basic work phones. Um, I just did a quick speed test then. This is on standard Telstra four G, hundred meg down and thirty six meg up. Yeah, I'm just doing that mine now. Same thing. I've got two bars on iPhone 6, Telstra 4G, 
two bars, mind you, 73 down on two bars. Mm. Well, but we switched to MSN because they do a, for a normal voice call, they do a pay as you talk. So you literally, as, and it can be prepaid or postpaid, and it's 12 cents a minute flat rate. So if you do a lot of receiving of calls, that's fantastic. Um, and they have unlimited plans on, or not unlimited, um, uh, like data plans. One gig's ten dollars, um, and yeah. ten gigs a hundred bucks, which is um, pretty that's nice. Like, that includes unlimited phone calls. Yeah, that's like uh, Telstra's one gig for ten bucks, which is pretty reasonable for Telstra. I'm so, in a yeah, I'm in a bit of a hole here, and I've got one, one bar. Right. And I'm getting, I got 24 down, getting uh, maybe 10 up. Yeah, which, see, that's pretty, on one bar, that's pretty good. Oh, well, it's better than most people's ADSL, isn't times it? it by, if you had five bars, times that by five. That's your, that's your theoretical speed. Mm. Yeah, so that's pretty good. That's pretty good. But we actually, were, we had a TPG phone at work, but we, um, now the NBN's come, we've ditched the TPG for the NBN as well because they only do direct deposit. Um so we've ditched them for that. We're actually using, uh, remember Commander? Commando phone systems? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've heard bad things about them. Well, they're a tier one provider for the NBN now. So well, I hope their equipment's okay. good. Yeah, it is. Mm. Now, wow. nice segue into the NBN. I've got a story about NBN. They've, they've, I don't know if you saw this during the week. Um, they have revealed their three-year rollout plan. And if you type in your address, it'll tell you exactly when you're going to get it. Oh, here we go. Apparently, I still have Hey? All right. You've already got it, Will. I still don't have it. Yeah, according to you. <laughs> mbnco.com.au. Go to my NBO. Yeah, no, no, no. Just go NBNK. See my graphic there? There's a little link underneath my graphic. Uh, on the notes, show notes. Oh, they're all the way down the bottom. Down the bottom. Go down the bottom. Yeah. It's right, chicken. The, yeah. Just there, NBNK, learn about blah, blah, three, you can just click on that. All right, here we go. Type in your current address. Don't tell the viewers what that address is, nor show them. <laughs> Where do you type oh, it in at? Welcome to my calls. I got okay, the story. Down, download the PDF file and then type in your suburb. Actually, there is there is there is actually a uh, map as well. I don't know why it's it's only showing you. Oh, check your address. There you go. If you don't download it, just check your address. Check your address. Okay, that's better. I can I can see that one easier. Yeah. Right. Check your address. Check your address. Okay. Yeah, here we go. We're typing this now. Oh, hang on. I'd like to do feedback first. MBM would appreciate your feedback. No. Close. Right. Check home. Here we go. Here we go. When <laughs> will I be MBN? Right, register with us, and we'll be in touch when you're. No, able. before I did it, I did it the other day. Actually, mate, that might be on the um, on the PDF. The date, if you if you download the date, the the that PDF. Sorry, viewers, but this is really boring. That's it. That's the um. Look, I'll tell you, this MBN site changes. That's the only thing that happens on the MBN code. Yeah, I know. That's is right. That the web page, yeah, the web page changes. That's the only thing that's happening. Okay, anyway, that's what's going on. Well, I don't know if I can... Oh, yeah, look, there we go. Look, this is what we're doing. But, yeah, nothing, nothing's happening for me. Wow, well, they've actually updated it. Uh, I will search for Rabina. Oops, sorry. Told everyone you suburb. That's all right. There you go. Okay. Uh, first quarter 2017. This yeah. is just down the road from me, all right? That's I'm over right. this way a bit further, but this is just down the road. There's an entire packet of nope, and then there's just these, like, eight streets where if you leave, you can get the NBN. <laughs> that, are they new apartments? They must be. <laughs> That's green, um, green where fields. Is that? Hang on. Let me see where that actually is. That, that is... Be, that no, that's new. actually um, uh, a new industrial estate. There you go. It's whatever it was. It's new. <laughs> So there you go, uh, Glenn, the first quarter. 2017. Uh, and, you'll be, and you'll be getting fibre to the node if you want it. No. Won't I be getting the HFC hybrid? 
Uh, it says on this fibre to the node. Okay, cool. There's, there's three matches. Hang on, there's three matches. We'll take that. Uh, hang on. Rabina. I think you've got a choice. Fix wireless, fibre to the node, and HSC as well. Fibre to the node. Yeah, I'll take whatever's faster. All right, that's good. Well, I told you to be here before the Commonwealth Games. And I am getting a, a, HFC the year after you. Oh, okay, right. So you're only getting the HFC, yeah. but I'm getting a choice. Yes, but they're also, they're also tweaking HFC, bringing up DOCSIS 3.1, and they're going to give one gigabit speeds on HFC. Well, what about up? What about up speeds? Up will be 400. Oh, that's what we want. That's so, what we want. All right. Interesting. Here's Brisbane CBD. <laughs> so apparently if you live anywhere in Brisbane, you're screwed. Yeah. <laughs> Not good. There's, oh, there's one little bit there. And, and well, whoops. Good, good luck with the Commonwealth Games. That's what I can say. So what's that? The blue is where you can get it. Yeah. Was it went that through the blue? whole city, that big blue thing, big blue line. I did something. In the way. Oh, that was the river. There's, Okay. It's, yeah, there's nothing. There's like, there's just a massive, like, blocks of nothingness anywhere. <laughs> All right. Um, Will, what else, have, what's going on? What else is going on? Um, we did a story, I vaguely remember doing it last year or the year before, on the um, Global Seed Vault in the Arctic Archipelago uh, in Syria. And basically the concept was that it's permafrost, basically. So let's build a vault there, fill it full of seeds, and when the world explodes, we've got seeds. Um, but about uh, the, in the last couple of weeks, scientists have um, actually started taking the seeds out because of the conflict that's happening in Syria at the moment. They're afraid that this is going to be sort of a a, uh, a midway point, you know, for the for the battle. So they've all these. 38,000 seeds that they had in there. Hmm. Uh, um, I know, sorry. They've taken, uh, there was 860,000 samples of seeds. So far, they've taken a out 38,000. So, uh, yeah, so they've just gone and spent the last, when they, uh, 2008, they actually sealed it. Yeah, you're right. So it's been sealed. Why'd they keep it there? permafrost in syria yeah why do they keep it in syria of all the places in the world switzerland you know you know somewhere all, safe all the neutral countries bloody hell yeah i know so it's like um, it's like putting a catholic church in the middle of saudi arabia basically because it's minus minus 18 degrees that's pretty much all year round so that's why they did it in syria 18 degrees it's in the middle east minus 18 that's impossible. Minus eighteen in Syria. Yes, well, no. no, they're talking. No. About, oh, it's the yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in Syria, in the in in the mountain range. Yeah, right. No, no way. That's a bit it's, cold. It's the, in the Middle East. The There's no way it gets that hot. The no way it gets that cold. After scientists cease full operations at leading gene bank, the International Center for Agricultural Research, um, in Alpaco, Syria. Yeah, right. Al, what's it called? Al, Al, how do you spell Al, that? Aleppo, A-L-E-P-P-O. A-L-E-P-P-O, Aleppo, Syria. Yep. Right, yeah. My browser's a bit slow today. So, that's oh. the best. I mean, there's, there's a picture of it. I can show you a picture right there. Yeah, right, that is cold. Yep. And there's the front door. <laughs> right. Well, there might be some ice warriors in there. Don't go opening that thing up too hard. That's too. what the article says. Um, I always thought it was Norway, to be honest, but according to this article, unless they I mean, there is one in Norway. I, I know there is because I was reading about it, but unless they've got another part of it there, I don't know. There's this, this entire article is talking about Syria, so that's... What I was trying to say is I found quite surprising. Um, it, they're just saying, yeah, the, the from around the infantry seeds source from around the Middle East, blah, 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 blah. So mm. I don't know. Interesting. Uh, well, no, what did you find in your browser, Eric? 
Nothing. My browser's crashed. All right. Well, let's so move just, on. Just keep move on. Move on. Glenn, Glenn had that problem before. I did. Oh, look, just before I started the show, uh, my computer froze. Just like that. Anyway, Teltra's... Oh, this t- the Telstra Roku device is on its way. 109 bucks, So that's not bad. Same as the Apple TV. Uh, its broadband customers get exclusive access to the video on demand streaming device when it goes on sale on October 27, Eric, for 109 Not bad. Uh, what, who are you with now, uh, Will? Are you Telstra or Optus or what? Um, Optus now with the NBN. Well, well I, have, I have been with Optus the whole time. I just switched from cable to NBN. Interesting tidbit. <laughs> Um, once I finally got my internet actually working, uh, my cable was still working for an extended period of time. I'm like, what's going on here? And uh, so I had cable and NBN for a few months. Right. And I finally wrote, really? hey, the home phone's not working. Why? What's going on? And they went, oh, I don't know. We'll sort it out. So anyway, they figured out that uh, my cable was still connected and that was messing up my phone line. So they disconnected the cable, which of course is fine because I wasn't using it anyway. And, and your electricity went off. Yeah. And <laughs> then they said, oh, yeah, your phone's right. Picked up the phone. Oh, yeah, dial tone. All good. Tried to actually use it and nothing. <laughs> it didn't work. You smart on the other end. And anyway, so I rang them up and said, what's going on? And after the best part of three months, they've gone, oh, nobody's bothered to assign your phone number. Here you go. <laughs> oh, my <What>? God. Jeez. <laughs> oh, How are you going oh with your mobile? Are, they, are, they, are you still... 4G in a way? Yeah, I'm on. No, I'm on. Oh, I can, but I'm I'm on uh, NBN at the moment. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah, but oh, right, I don't understand. But anyway, getting back to the uh, bill, my my entire bill for the uh, NBN, the unlimited data on the maximum speed plan with the Fetch TV, according to my last bill, was thirty six dollars. Sweet. That's you're gonna, all right. You're going to get bill shock one of these days. You like, will oh, get bill shock. Not. You're going to have to bloody borrow money. Uh, now, anyway, the Telstra streaming device, I don't know. Who's going to get one? You going to get one, Eric? I'm thinking about it. Yep. But I've got that many devices at the moment that are just coming out of my ring ring. So. Don't use. Oh, I'm going to get it just... just... Oh, I use them, but I, you know, I'm thinking, do I need another one? Yeah, we'll see. With the uh, the Apple TV, the new Apple TV coming out, you're going to be able to put apps on it and stuff. Interesting. Well, you can play games on it too. Well, supposedly, that's right. Uh, look, do we still do we know when that's coming out? Can you look at that, Eric? I'll look at that. I'll, I'll research that. Okay, and also the uh, maxi pad. Yes, okay. <laughs> so, and I'll, I'll, I'll finish off on this story. So, yes, so anyway, the, the little Roku box rebranded Telstra TV service is going to launch with 15 video streaming apps, including Netflix, Presto, and Stan. So it's all... Stan, why name it Stan? But anyway, he's he's been he's been there now for a while. Users can only purchase a device from Telstra's retail and online stores if they have a Telstra account ID. Customers who purchase Telstra TV before Christmas will receive a three month subscription to Stan and Presto. Jeez, how that'll be that if I if I did that that'd be on the back of a six month Presto deal that I've just coming off. Just all you got to <laughs> do is. Um... Just, if you want the free trial constantly, just keep giving them a new email address. Don't they go by credit card? No. I don't put in my credit card on a trial. Not on trial, no. Oh, don't you? No. no. Same as um, Foxtel's the same. Because I just signed up for the two-week Foxtel online thing, Foxtel Play or whatever it was. Mm. The Bathurst last weekend. So um, I need to watch that. on. And actually, it's really neat on Foxtel. On TV, they go to an ad break. On Foxtel, they go to an ad break, but they still play the race in the lower third. Oh, that's but, pretty good. Uh, signed up to the two-week free trial on that with no credit card, so you just need a different email address on that as well. Mm, yeah, right. But anyway, uh, now just for a bit of information, if you didn't know, Telstra and News Corp are behind the TV network Foxtel, obviously, which is 50% owner of Presto and with Seven West Media. And rival streaming service Stan is a joint venture of Nine Entertainment and Fairfax Media. Telstra TV replaces the T-Box. Telstra, now, see, this is the thing. The Telstra, the Telstra T-Box, that's a beautiful little uh, device. I like the T-Box. It's got a hard... But it's big. Hey? But it's big. But you can record TV on it. That's true. It's, it's yeah, a good little all device. The fetch, fetch boxes are the same. Optus, they're all the same. But you, won't, you, you can't watch free-to-wear on this... Telstra thing, can you? 
that's coming out. You can on the, you can on the Optus one. Well, I don't know about yeah, this you thing. You can on the old T-Box. Yeah, the T, that's right. But I don't know if you can do it on the on this new Telstra thing that's coming out. Tel- Roku that's Telstra. Exact. Who wants that? Free to wear. <laughs> All the footy's going to be on it next year. The, or two years. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, What's the point of not being able to record on it if you can't watch? Like, Yeah. Well, you see, uh, Channel 7 are going to next year. I think, no, 1st of December. They are going to be streaming their free to wear channels. Mm. So, there. So there. So I knew you'd be excited about that. <laughs> but that's good. Like, and if look that jump in nine jump in, I tell you, that's got to be the worst one of those catch up services that are out there. Uh, there must be about three to four minutes of ads in each break of the show on the jump in on the catch up. I just uh, they just wasting my time. Anyway, your own fault for not using AdBlock, by the way. No, that's not going to stop the streaming app from yeah. ads, does it? They're not part of the show. They're slotted in, so whoever pays the most money can get their own ad. Oh, is that how that works? Yeah, yep. So that's not like... Uh, they're not uh, hard-coded in, no. They're not part of the video. They're HTML5 overlays. Yes. Yes, right. Yeah, yeah okay. Uh, okay, so tell us to discontinue the T-Box on September 2, but we'll continue to support existing customers. I will. Thank you. Uh, all right. What else, Will? Um, well, um, WikiLeaks releases the TPP agreement, which gives you more rights to film studios over copyright. So we're talking a while ago about um, the Dallas Buyers Club were trying to sue everybody for downloading it. Just because <coughs> no, no one's downloaded it. <laughs> According to a leaked, a leaked version of the highly secretive Trans-Pacific Partnership deal, the TPPD, rights holders of such... Uh, Hollywood studios could soon be able to sue you for lots of money. WikiLeaks posted what it says is a leaked version of the agreement that would not only force internet service providers to hand over the details of illegal downloaders to the big studios, but will also be required to keep track of persistent pirates and dob them in. More alarmingly, the, T- the TPP document says that it wants all countries signed up to the deal to basically change their laws to make it easier for the studios to take copyright infringers to court. Um, mm. Just how much a person will be liable, the document says, would depend on the nature of the infringement with pre-established damages framework to be put in place um, and one that would be significant to compensate the right holders for the harm caused by the infringement and with a view to deterring, deterring future infringements. That's like saying, here, have a $1,000 ticket for speeding and don't do it again or ever. What? Even, even but, though you didn't do it the first time. But what well, harm? The makers of the Oscar award-winning film Dallas Buyers Club took the Australian ISPs, IINet, Dodo, Internode, Amnet, uh, Adam Internet, and Wideband. <coughs> Notice there's no actual like Telstra or Optus in there. Um, yeah, Wideband. Uh, seeking to court seeking the names and addresses of 4,700 Australians who allegedly infringed copyright by sharing the film Really, 4,700 people watched the battle? Oh, add a couple of zeros, what, don't you? <laughs> However, their case was dealt major blow in, Australia in August when Federal Court Judge Justice Nye Param, this guy's really good, you get behind him, support him, refused to order the release of the customers' names and addresses unless they changed their claim. Justice Param found the DVC's provo- proposal to change those, to charge those who shared the films thousands of dollars. What? Justice Param's found... The proposal to charge those who shared the film thousands of dollars in licensing fees went beyond the scope of yeah. being unattainable. Well, that's uh, unattainable, right. That's, and as it you is, said before, you said what 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 was the damage? What was the damage caused by an individual? Like if you what if you download and watch a movie, what what is the damage? Well, what's one? You yeah. are one person. Well, he did what? find the company could be entitled to the cost of renting or buying the film and for costs associated with finding the name of an alleged downloader. Yeah. In to ensure the company would not overstep its mark, he also stipulated that the stay on the release of the details would only be dropped if the DVC agreed to a $600,000 bond, which it would lose if it breached court orders. Mm. Under the late TPP agreement, damages sought by copyright holders in Australian court could be much higher. The document also says ISPs would bear the cost of tracking down, identifying alleged pirates, saying they would expeditiously remove or disable access to material residing on the networks or systems. So basically, at the moment, um, this story goes on for quite a bit more, but basically at the moment, um, they need to be, you know, as this guy said, if you want to sue them, fine. What would it cost to hire it? 
Four bucks? No worries. There you go. You can have your four bucks. Yes. That's the way the system works at the moment. With this, yeah. with this new TPP agreement they're trying to put in, not only would they go, hey, you owe me $100,000 and you owe me $100,000 and you owe me $100,000, $100, um, they would also say that the ISP now has to track my usage and the ISP is responsible for telling them when I do something wrong. Yeah, right. But how are they going to know? Well, what? yeah. But that's the thing. The ISP has to track that and they have to store all that data. Um, and the ISPs are going to go, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> So um, we're already storing data under the new code. Else. Suspected of illegally downloading content would hit with serious or escalating infringement notices from ISPs. After the first breach, a customer would be an email to standardised education notice. If they continue to breach, they'd be sent a warning notice followed by a final notice. Oh, it's only notices. That's fine. <laughs> the ISP plan to detect illegal downloads through customers' IP addresses and then send warning letters to the account holders. The email Ooh. must be sent within seven days. Blah blah blah. So basically, if this goes through. Um, then you, it's going to be the, thre the three strikes rule, basically. Yeah, but look, it's um, yeah, I've I've got my train of thought, but yeah, look, it's not like it's the difference between the movies and that. Remember the the song thing, the Kazar thing. Jamie Thomas was a name in the US quite a little yep. while ago. Yeah, she was actually seeding out, uh, and I suppose torrents to a certain degree do seed automatically. Yes. How to set them up? They'll do it by automatic. But how can you prove? Like, see, some of the times, like you wouldn't seed the whole movie, you wouldn't seed half the movie, so you're not really sharing the movie. You're sharing ten percent of it or something. Yeah, fair use. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, some would argue. That, yeah, I know. It's yeah. Look, it's I think, look. I think if they can, if they want to go after you for the the rent, the cost of the rental or the purchase of the movie, maybe a couple extra bucks to you know, oh, like. You know, determine what it costs to come and find you. I think that's probably a fair thing to do. Um, but look, as you, as you know, you can find most of these things streaming for free anyway. You don't have to download them or torrent them. So, you know. All right. Uh, YouTube speaks. Hey, hey. Update on Apple TV. Yes. April, October 25 or 26. Pre order. Yes. It'll be delivered a week later. Are you in? I could be. I'll see. Well, yeah, it's three hundred and fifty bucks, isn't it? Uh, two hundred. Aussie. Yep. Yeah. Two hundred Aussie. So oh, that's for the thirty-two gig version. Sixty-four gig will come in at two eighty. It's not bad. Hmm. Yes. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know what you're talking about. It's completely impossible on short notice to find any movie anywhere. You couldn't possibly do it. Like the internet's so secure and and so you know. Unfallible. Yeah, it's, I don't know what they're talking about. No. no. What you what you got there, uh, Will? Seriously, I have to tell you what I've got there. Yeah, I don't watch many. Movies. No, I'm not. If you don't recognise that, I'm no, not. No, that's 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 the uh, Back to the Future when he stole the plutonium. <laughs> oh, well, it was 20 years ago when I watched it or something. That's yeah. not an excuse. Give me a break. You can watch you watch a Doctor Who episode once and memorise it word for word. Yeah. But you can't. yeah. <laughs> But you can't recognise the opening scene to Back to the Future. Put a Doctor <laughs> Who on. We'll be right. Now, uh, when's the uh, iPad Pro coming? Uh, apparently in November. But right. no, no dates are uh, finalised yet. Are you in for that one? I'll be definitely in for that one. Oh, yeah. Why? What's, what's the attraction? And what I told you? you what the attraction is. It's large. Yeah, and it won't remain on my floor in a box. Mm. Yes. <laughs> like your items. Now, like my, what have you got on your floor, Glenn? You still have a new show. I got What's my, on Glenn's floor? It's still in the what box. What the hell is that? PayPal. It's still there. It's still, it's still in, the in the box. Uncharged. Unloved. Uh, anyway, YouTube is to launch a subscription service. It's only going to be in the US at the moment, but it's got YouTube Red. Are they for real? Why would they want to call it YouTube Red? Haven't they not heard of Red Tube? Are they communists? But, but anyway, YouTube Red's going to cost uh, US nine ninety nine a month. Have no adverts. Oh well, whoopie do. Put up, put up with thirty seconds for an ad at the start, and bloody get over it. No, yeah, it's exactly. not quite like that. It's it's a bit. It, yeah. Anyway, read your story. <laughs> so anyway, uh, original shows going to have original shows uh, from from various people. Scare PewDiePie. Never heard of it. 
a reality adventure series as Felix reacts to situations inspired by his favourite games. Sing It, a comedy that satires talent competitions. And it goes on. Laser Team, a movie for... Who cares? Who cares? Blah, blah, blah. You know PewDiePie is one of the biggest drop kicks on YouTube. He just give me happened a dance, goddamn. Ah, shut up. He just happened to be there at the time that um, YouTube sort of started and he got popular doing it. He has some ridiculous amount of millions of followers and all of his videos, and I'll show you the quality of them, like their reaction videos, their um, just absolutely crap videos. They're usually three to four minutes long, and every single one of his video has at least two million views, if not more. Yeah, right. PewDiePie. Biggest, yeah, biggest load of crap you'll come across on YouTube. I <laughs> know, oh, there's a lot out there. There's a lot oh, there's there. a lot of crap on YouTube. And he makes most of it. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have any other stories tonight, uh, this week, Eric? Well, I had the Telstra one as well, but you covered that pretty well. Oh, yep, yep. The, the thing with the YouTube, though, the reason it's there, and I was listening, if you want to find out more about it, go. I know I was listening to um, Kurt J. Mack. He was talking about it on his um, his second channel, uh, which is Kurt Indeed. Um, he, he was talking about it on there, and what it basically is, it's an incentive to... Um, to the producers to produce higher level content so that people subscribe because what's currently happening is you can make videos for free, you do get revenue, ad revenue off it and things like that. Um, but the way this works, if you're one of the paid subscribers and you subscribe to that channel as a paid subscriber, they actually get a percentage of your subscription fee. So, because they, they average, the average person has about 50 people they're subscribed to. That's the sort of the average. Right. Um, so, they figure if they're charging you 10 bucks a month, let's say YouTube gets 50% of that straight up. And the other 50% is distributed between your 50 subscribers. So, basically, they get 10 cents each. Um, which doesn't sound like much, but if you're some of the bigger channels, whether yeah. it be Generic B or BWO or Doc M or any of those guys who have got over a million subs, mm. well, that adds up, doesn't it? You're only getting five cents a, a sub, but you've got over a million subs. Yeah, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. And that's what, that's what it's all about. You, it's not the amount per person, but it's the once you add it all up, and that's right. It's the cumulative effect. I mean, the yeah. thing is, it it's kind of works back to front because a lot of people think, oh... Um, you know, he's got a million subscribers and all his videos gets 50,000 hits. Well, obviously PewDiePie is the exception where he's got, you know, 100 million subscribers and all his videos yeah. get over, you know, a few million. But the average YouTuber sort of gets, you know, in the thousands, like around 50,000 hits on a, on a high-end video. Um, and the thing is, they get paid less per ad that they see and people watch, they get paid less per view than somebody who's only got 100 views. Mm. So this, it's the scaling's out of whack at the moment. Yeah, right, yes, yes. Is, is it it equalises that playing field. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, there we go. We're all that little bit wiser. Now, look, before I go, I've got to tell you another story about uh, Apple Music Experience. Like, ah. Oh, my God, that is useless. Yeah, sit back and relax. And <laughs> you can't relax. Speed you... up and just... Not when Listen you're using Apple Music. Story. <laughs> like, I, 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 when I got the phone, right, Telstra gave me two years, right? Two years. Because they know after that you're not going to buy it. Of Apple Music for free, right? So I'm sitting here and I, I, I chuck on Spotify. You know, I thought to myself, you know what? No. I'm going to tune in Apple Music. I'm going to create a few playlists or whatever, blah, blah, blah. So it is just so... Poxy, like it is. It's very, very bad. For some Apple, is the worst written software that they've got. It is awful. But like, just to navigate around to search for a song, uh, like if you want to, if you want to play like eighties, right? You can't like Spotify. You just search for eighties. Someone's made up an eighties playlist, so away you go, and you play your eighties playlist. But on iTunes, it's like. There is only one 80s playlist, and that's what Apple has made. And that's it. Yeah, that's right. And that is it. You, you can't make your own playlist. That's right. You can, you can make your own playlist, but then it's, it's just not the same. It's just 
it's so hard and I don't look I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I think it's pus and it just goes to show that over the last couple of years they've bought the Apple Watch pus. They've got this Apple Music pus. What is going on? Pus. <laughs> where where let's we'll wait until we see what the Apple TV's doing but oh god that might be pus. Well for the last when, when was the Apple then Apple TV version 3 out? Well when did Apple TV first come out? From when it first came out say up until now before the release of the the new version it's been pus. No, they haven't. That it has. That hasn't been that bad. Apple TV hasn't been that bad. Uh, well, look, you can only use it for not not too many things. Remember, even a year ago, you if would you just t- want to watch movies on it. It's fine. It's perfect. Right? Yeah, but, but you want to do want, other things. If you want to do other things, yeah, it's pus. But I didn't. <laughs> I don't even want to watch movies on it. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so I, look, I think I don't know what does Apple need to do. In my opinion, I don't know. They've probably got to concentrate on what they bring need. back Steve Jobs. That's what they need to do. I reckon they should ring up Was, and get mm. get a bit get. Get him just not as not as not as a you know board of directors or something, but maybe just as the a fa- the father, the ideas fa- man. Yeah, or just the the you know the inspiration. The he's there. The founders back on board. We haven't got Steve anymore. We've got well the other Steve, but um yeah, like do just something. Entice him with a couple of apple pies or something. <laughs> Oh, that reminds me. Did you see that uh, YouTube video of the or Facebook or whatever the lady walk going up the escalator, the clown coming down, no, and, I didn't and as they that. pass the clown, chucks. Oh, a, that was hilarious. The clown chucks a pie in her face. She tries to turn around and run after him, <laughs> and he's waiting at the bottom and chucks another pie in her face. <laughs> that was it a setup? Could have been a setup. Oh, I don't know. She looked pretty angry. She did look angry. She's trying to run down the up, and then she's trying to go down. She's coming down the down, but he's going up the up, and then another pie goes in her face. She's covered in all this cream. It was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. All right. Did you have any more, Will? Um, No, not really. There's been not, not a heck much. of what, anything interesting, really. As you could probably tell from all the... Uh, the stories tonight, <laughs> the, the the unofficial stories, the personal stories. But uh, look, let me tell you, before we go, let me tell you about the Aussie Tech Radio. You can have a listen to that at AussieTechRadio.com. You can tune it in on your Shoutcast phone app if you want to. And it's just a little collection of Australia and New Zealand uh, tech podcasts. And they just run 24-7, wall-to-wall, back-to-back. Uh, tune in, new shows every Friday. Also, don't forget to like us on the Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Aussie Tech Eds and youtube.com forward slash Aussie Tech Eds. And the show notes are at aussietechheads.com.au forward slash show notes. Don't forget the Aussie Max Zone, the uh, Obsidian Loft and Old Fart Geeks and uh, the Aussie Tech Security Episode 3 coming soon. So I hope you enjoy that Aussie Tech Security. Smart cookie, that, Roger. He'll tell you how to secure up your network oh, and your system. Oh, viruses, Stevie. <laughs> no, he's, he's more subdued than that. He just, uh, just tells you how it is. Straight I hard. Think, I think, uh, what's his name? What's his name, the security guy from Twitter? What's his name again? Yeah. Um, uh, jobs. Um, Gibson. What, uh, Gibson. Gibson. Yeah. He just recently, I think last year, upgraded to Windows 7. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Because, oh, I'm not going to win a seven. Too many holes. Has he turned Java on his, uh, on, on his browsers and stuff? No, nothing. No, no he, he doesn't. And for a, and for a while there, he, was, he, he wasn't even connected to a network because he was, was just too scared. <laughs> but I mean... Yeah, wouldn't he have like one Blackberry that he used to carry around for his emails or something? Yeah, because it was secure. Mm. Oh, dear idea. The guy's paranoid. He should just go in a cave and stay there. Yeah, he's all right. He's good to listen to. He's, he's smart, he though. He's made plenty of money off what he does. Yeah, and look at that Spinrite software. How well, good is that? Paranoia has a price. Yeah, but like... Spinrite is fantastic software. Man, it does a great job. Yeah, it's brilliant. It even works on SSDs. Yeah, now it does. Yes, yeah, it's brilliant. If you don't know what Spinrite is, if you've got a bad hard drive that's crashed or your computer won't start up, you can try and uh, at least get it started again by using Spinrite. And then it might, you know, if it does, if you are lucky enough to get it started, you just whip the data off straight away. But what it does is it'll go through the disk track sec- track by track, sector by sector, and it'll, it'll try and read each little sector. And uh, if it can, it'll pull the data off and it'll put the data back. Or if that little part is bad, that little um, sector is bad, it'll pull it off and put it somewhere else. 
So it's very, very good. It's low level. It gets right. It, it boots up before Windows boots. So it's got its own little boot environment. I think Dr. DOS or PC DOS or something it uses. Something yeah. like that. Runs off that. Yeah, Dr. DOS, I think. DR DOS, sorry. Call it Dr. DOS. You lose your great cred. I don't care. It's Dr. DOS. I <laughs> know, oh, right? You could put a DR in front of it. Of course, it's going to be Dr. DOS. Yeah. If you call it DR DOS, what are you? Some sort of nerd? <laughs> you should be calling it Linux. <laughs> Linux will do me. Minus. <laughs> All right. That's about it for us. Uh, yeah, it's been a bit of a slow news week. So uh, yes. thanks for joining us. And if you made it this far, good on you. Thank you very much. All right. That's it. So we'll see you guys next week. Thanks, Eric, for coming in. We'll You're see- welcome. Nice to be here. We'll see you next week. Thanks, Will. Thanks for coming in. Maybe. No, we not. might not be seeing Maybe you next week. week. may not see Will next week. I'll might let just- you know. You'll, you'll get some sort of update either way. Might just be uh, me and Eric. We'll see. And Warlock. You've got to get Warlock out of his girlfriend. <laughs> yes. Yes, we do. And, uh, <laughs> we'll, uh, yes, we'll, uh, all the best for this week if it all happens. Uh, hopefully it all, uh, goes smooth and everything will be fine. I'm sure it will be. All right. Good stuff. Okay. Till, thanks for the, the, everyone on the Blab who joined us and commented and asked questions. It's great. You, want to, you can join us live. Thursday nights, uh, Queensland time, 7.30, if you want to watch the show getting recorded live and join in the, the chat in the lounge, if you, if you will. All right, that's it. Until next week, we'll be nearly in November. Bye for now. Ta-da. See you all. Bye.